Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of We Couldn't Think of a Podcast Name. On this episode, we are going to be talking about D&D, Dungeons and Dragons. We've got a special guest with us today. This is Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, so do you have any streaming or anything that you do? Any podcasts or anything? Or is this your first time? I have never been on a podcast ever in my entire life. So... No YouTube, um, nothing. Well, I I did YouTube back in the day, but no, nothing, oh, okay, like, nothing at all. Right now, all right. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, so what's your uh, what's your relationship to Nano? Nano's the one that brought you on here. So how do you know him? What do you guys do? Uh, well, I've known Nano for what is like 10 years now, I think about 10 years. And I met him through a couple of friends uh, that I've known my entire life. So I would just say friends of friends. And then we became closer and closer. Now we just play D and D together. It's kind of a, a thing that's been going on for a long time. Okay. And what do you do in the sessions? Are you the DM or. I am like the DM. Most of the time I would like to play sometimes, but our other DM doesn't really you know, he doesn't like plan ahead. He's really like a last minute kind of guy and he doesn't like to DM. So I usually just am the primary. Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Sucks wanting to be a player sometimes, you know? So, uh, what, what is, uh, what got you into D and D? What, what is it to you? What, what do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? Pretend that you're telling somebody about Dungeons and Dragons for the very first time. What what do you like about it? What drew you in? Honestly, I love the fantasy of Dungeons and Dragons. There's nothing better than like putting yourself in like um someone else's like point of view pretty much cuz in all D&D it's all role play and you're your character, right? So like I'm playing as a different person who's not myself in this fantasy world created by the DM and you just go out or if you are a DM you create the world for all your people and your players and everyone to experience. They're just, it's so wonderful, honestly. I don't think there's honestly anything I dislike about D and D unless it's like you have a bad DM that can get kind of annoying. Okay. So yeah. again, for, for people that have no idea what the hell we're talking about. So what is a DM? What is, well, how would you describe D and D to somebody that's never played it before? So, you just create your character. You have a bunch of classes. You got like barbarians. They like using axes. You got mages. They like casting spells. Clerics are healers, essentially. And you just have a wide rotation of like, you can play anything you want almost as long as your DM will allow it. And a DM is your dungeon master. It's also GM, game master. Um, they create the world that your people or your players and the characters you create they kind of live in and they create encounters. They create environments. Like if there's a wolf cave that you have to clear out, they'll set you up with that. They'll set you up with quests. It's like a RPG game. Just you role play. You, I, I, it's, I, I, I don't know. I have so many things I can say. I was, <laughs> I could sit here for hours talking about it. It's amazing experience. All right. So it's a tabletop RPG. Oh yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, no, that's all right. That's good. I'm yeah. just trying to cover what you didn't. You got a yeah, lot yeah. covered. So, mm -hmm. uh, so tabletop RPG. You got the dungeon master who kind of sets up the game, tells you what you're gonna happen, uh, or what's gonna happen, um, and you guys basically pick your characters. How many uh, players are there typically in a game? I'm pretty sure the rule set is balanced around three players, but sometimes we have four in our group, but the fourth player doesn't really come around too much. But I think the rule set is balanced around three players, one DM. Oh, sorry. I was sick up. <laughs> no <All right>. problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's balanced around three players, one DM. I like four players um, because it just adds more variety. You see a bunch of different people, different faces, different characters, different races, different classes. Mm-hmm. All right. And how how long have you been playing uh D and D? When did you start? Four years? Has it has it been four years, Nano? I'm 
pretty sure it's been like four, maybe five. I think I think we might be going on to the fifth year right now. Like for fifth year in September, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Wow, yeah. you guys got some dedication. Hmm. Hmm. So, how long is a typical session for you guys? <laughs> My sessions are usually long. Okay, what usually. what would be long? Anything more than six hours would be long. Damn, I agree. <laughs> yeah, six hours is six hours is long. Anything more than six hours, six hours is long. I think most like DMs like who get paid to do this because I don't get paid the DM. Most like DMs at like facilities I get paid, they usually go on for like one, two hours, maybe four hour sessions. But I do it with friends, so we do it for a long time. I like to really develop their characters and you know create the world and you know all the fun stuff nice let me get so, a question in here for both of them sure um what uh what qualities make a good dm and what what qualities make a bad dm like what do you like to see in like a dungeon master when you guys are playing through a campaign that's a good question nano um, you are a player more than me so i think you should answer qualities i like is um that They don't really say no. They just expect you on how to accomplish what you're trying to uh, achieve in terms of, oh, can I like make a grappling hook using an arrow and a rope and climb a wall? It's, obviously, like it might not work, but. Who knows? Sometimes it's funny to if you get the yeah, uh, do do a skill check, and uh, if you, it's funny if you fail, and it's really funny if you make it. It's it's I that's the the dumb things you can do with the rule sets. <laughs> that's what I like. <laughs> now the thing that that uh, that. Uh, that I do not like about, uh, uh, well, not do not like, but like, oh fuck, what was it was uh, it's being controlled, like the DM controlling your character with, with like um, if you wanna if you wanna do this, and they just say no or if they just make you do outrageous like skill checks for no apparent reason that's that'd be a bad quality on a continuous I, uh, like skill I agree checks. with that skill checks are really annoying especially if like a dm will be like oh skill check here skill check there they keep throwing the skill checks at you over and over again that can get kind of uh tedious and annoying so wait, you. let me cut in here. What's a what's a skill check? Can one of you guys yeah, explain yeah. it? Yeah, good, good question. Um, so a skill check is let's say you want to let's say you're in a chase scene, right? And your character, you've run around the map, you've done all this other stuff before, but like just because it's a chase scene, now you have like, oh, let's see if you're gonna trip and fall over this random stick, you know? It's like, or like you're let's say you're a very athletic character you're proficient like climbing stuff and then you have to like climb something during the chase and you have to roll for that and then after you get up there you have to roll for balance you have to roll like dexterity and it's just like constant roll after roll after roll even though your character is like proficient at these things it's like do you really need to make a skill check if you're proficient during like normal things that your character can do right like yes obviously <laughs> so if you weren't good at it i could understand but like if your character's good at athletics good at all this stuff now if you're trying to like disable a spell cast or trying to like you know do something to like snap out of a spell obviously you have to make checks and saves for that but if you're going into like your character's development and then you're going against it as a dm to make random skill checks like that are repetitive that can really like kill like the immersion of your entire like character. Okay. And so, Louis, getting back to your question, what yeah, what what do you think is a good DM? Oh, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, <if> it, okay, <laughs> let's, let's put it this way: if I was like new player 
starting off, I think I would I would like a DM that like gives me helpful hints and stuff and like leads me to like expand a little bit more on like I guess like my story, my character, my like what I'm trying to do, I guess my actions because I'd be kind of lost if if I started like playing, I guess, I don't know. So if so you just me, put like you a, in the world and you had no idea what you're doing, pretty much. Yeah, I prefer like a DM that would help me out. I guess or like. So you me. just need some bumps to help nudge you in yeah. the right direction. Yeah. A guideful G, a D, a guideful DM, if that's even a word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll allow it. <laughs> what about you, Garrett? Um, you played a couple times here and there. Yeah. So I. I like somebody who doesn't take the game seriously. Like I understand that there's certain, I don't know, protocols or whatever that you want to stay in uh, when you're designing your game. Um, I uh, haven't really done a lot of games. I've only done a couple that were like an hour long. Um, So from Kevin's perspective, very, very short. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but uh, I I like to have fun with it. I want to, you know, do some crazy shit here and there. Uh, I, I like to play as like a, a tiefling character, uh, which uh, you guys can help me out. I, I believe it's kind of like a half demon, half human type character. Uh, I think it can vary. Like some have elf ears, some I don't. Maybe I I know they have the horns, or at least yeah. most do. Most do. And some have wings. Yeah. Some have tails. Yeah, I don't play tieflings that much. I only play humans. So I personally. I like to do them and more of like a thief character where it's kind of mm. you know like a shady kind of character, um, stealth and you know picks locks and shit. Um, <laughs> And I, I just kind of like to have fun with it. You know, I'd like to play with somebody that's like, well, let me be like a Kryptonian or something. And there's been like a few times where I have played with somebody who is like, you know what? Argue it. And maybe I'll allow it if you can persuade me. And I was like, all right. <laughs> um, and I was able to. So it was cool. Um, you know, and it we didn't like. I like I don't want my character to be like super overpowered or anything um but just like ignoring some of the like basic like oh you're not supposed to do that type of stuff you know uh it just makes it a little bit more fun and engaging and interesting cuz it's like eh sure why not what the hell let's see what happens you know if you got somebody that's like really creative and can kind of like think on the fly um doing that can be a lot of fun. So I, I like somebody who's kind of like, you know, easygoing can bend the rules here and there still like, let you screw around and have fun. So, and then like Louie said, somebody that can help kind of, you know, give you some guidance when you need it. So, yeah. so that would be my take on it. That's, that's dope. I think those yeah, are all dog. great qualities for a DM. <laughs> I think so. Um, so what what do you think? Uh, did you guys ever have a match uh, where you you just like hated it? Where it's like it was just like a terrible story, had a terrible DM, um, just couldn't wait for it to be over. Anything like that ever happened? <laughs> Yeah, but I won't mention any names. <laughs> Damn. I think I've been in situations where I can feel other players aren't having a good time. And that upsets and not me. Not by than just me that previous upset. comment, right? <laughs> I wasn't gonna I wasn't talking about Kevin's or the other DM. Oh okay. I wasn't talking about them. Okay. Well, wink wink, cough, cough. <laughs> Like, yeah. go ahead, Kevin. Sorry. I, I, I get upset, like, because I, I love my characters that I make. I get very attached to my characters. If my character dies, I will literally cry, right? I, I get very emotionally attached. But I don't get upset when I'm having a miserable time unless it seems like it's, like, it's something called DM spiting, which I only play in a few sessions. And my friend, 
Uh, he likes to like joke about DMs fighting me, and I don't know if he does, but it's whatever. But like, if I'm in these sessions, I don't care what happens to my character for the most part. But if I feel other players are not having fun, that is what upsets me, and it kind of ruins my whole mood for the session. So I just like an environment where everyone can have fun, everyone's like you know enjoying themselves, no one's frustrated. I think those are good environments for me to be in. I forgot the question actually. What was the? Oh, have we ever hated it? So no, I've never hated. Have it. you been in a? Have you like played as like just a regular player, not specifically no. DMing, but where yeah. you've had somebody else yeah, in I charge mean, and they were just like doing some bullshit attack, and you like you said the DMs fighting. Yeah, I I've never actually been in that situation ever, but I've been in situations where other players aren't like enjoying themselves at X moment, you know, and then it kind of upsets me, right? So I, I want people to enjoy it as much as I am at the end of the day. I think that's so, the whole point of it. That's cool, man. That's awesome. What can you <laughs> yeah. do when you notice that someone's not having fun? Like, is there anything that anybody can do? Or is it just a matter of like, okay, let's finish this as soon as possible so we it, can get on to that's it? That's a good question. It's like It that. depends on the DM. Because if your DM's very, very stubborn, it might be hard. But if they're understanding, which the DM that I play with, like the one that I play for as a player, he is very understanding uh, on these parts. So it's very easy to like work around and be like, well, this isn't really like, we're not really like you know, having fun or can we like push this forward? You okay. know, it's yeah, like, like switch it up you, a little bit. Yeah. You, you can like the DM that I play for is very open to change for the most part. If he can tell people aren't having fun, which I like a lot. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. So. But so, you're not on. Yeah. Oh, wait, you what? said you weren't going to talk about it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to mention any names, but I mean, if you want to bring, if you want to talk about it, you can. I can I can censor it. I have that power, too. So, um, what could change it is just. Oh, no, I was talking about the uh, uh, like if you've ever had a Garrett's question. Garrett, what was your question? The hateful <laughs> If you if hated, you, if you've oh, ever yeah, had like a really shitty one. session, yeah. yeah, yeah, I already mentioned it. Well, okay. you switched it and said um, about if you can like switch the flow and like stop them from being like a hateful session or stop you from hating the session. Is there anything you can do? I think was asked. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. Either question. Either question. I answered the first one. Uh, the second one. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know, man. It's uh. It all really depends on the DM, so honestly. D- okay. Yeah. Because yep. if if they're not seeing that their players aren't having fun or are getting a bit frustrated and they don't mm-hmm. like switch up something, it's really hard to like keep being in character as a player to continue yeah. on the story. Yeah. Okay. And so if it's... if you're if you're not given a specific thing like you have to do, then it's like, why are we here? Like, can we like go to a tavern, get a mission or something? But yeah, so it's like heavily DM reliant then. If... Basically, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so so the DM's going to be in charge of the story, so you want them to be kind of, like, situationally aware. Like, I I guess to any DMs out there, just don't be dicks. <laughs> Unless you're playing with a group of people that are, like, you know, they want to do, like, hardcore shit and, you know, high-risk, high-reward type of stuff, I guess, you know? Um, I, I guess just, like, know who you're playing with. I think is like a good tip um and be flexible i feel like flexibility is like a good trait to have in a DM. yeah yeah just be be aware of what you know it, like again it's okay to fuck with people a little bit here and there sometimes it's funny you know depends on what happens um but if you're constantly doing it you're probably being a dick and just pissing everybody off so um so yeah um so when you guys are uh so this is i'll ask everybody um as i've tried to do with all the other questions <laughs> but so when you guys are doing a D session what 
what is the most important thing to do in your session that really like makes you want to come back? Do you guys like to do character voices to really get into it? Do you guys do mini figures or anything? Uh, have you guys ever tried painting any or do you buy any? Do you collect them? What, what, uh, what really like gets you amped up to play? For me, it's what's going to happen in the next, like, uh, in the next session. So you want a good gripping story? Yeah. Okay. So do you, do you ever like role play? Do you do voices or anything to like, I've tried doing voices, but no, not, not anymore. I just speak normally. And like, um, I would like to get, uh, more minis and like, I would like to start like painting them, but I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty klutz at that, uh, small paintbrush and like fine detail thing. I don't know if I, I could. It's yeah, I was gonna say you like ass, to draw. <laughs> you like yeah. to draw the maps and stuff. So like, I don't know. I is is it for you like visualizing the map and stuff important Vi- to you? Visualizing if we have a map, yeah, I would like to see the map, but it's okay if we don't play with with a mat. Like we we have a play mat, and um, not having a whole a whole like. Uh, shit like town like already drawn on it and just just with like little squares saying that's that that's this this is that yeah it's it still helps a lot because you you pretty much know where where you if you have like a fight where you can hide and do all sorts of things to like strategize around those attacks so can you guys get like I don't know, I guess map bundles for like whatever quest you decide you want to do. So like, I know there's like, there's new quests that are always coming out where they have certain things specifically geared toward like, I don't know, some other world or plane or something that you go to with, I don't know, whatever story the DM comes up with. Are there like, layered maps where like so you got like this broad map that's like okay you're in twiddlefuck township i don't know and (laughs) and then you go out of the bar because you got a quest and you go in a cave and then like is there another map that you can pull up or use that it's like specifically in a cave or is there anything like that because if not i want to do that and cash in on it (laughs) um there is a shop that sells all sorts of like tabletop games and like miniatures. There it also has um like map bundles where there's like uh you can buy like a cave map, there's like a town map or something. There's like quite a lot of things in there. I um I didn't want to take too much time there since uh we were there for an appointment for uh one of my cousins when they went to the doctors. So I couldn't really stay there and check out everything they had. But from what I saw, there was a lot of uh, different maps. Like, so you, already you dropped off your cousin, hopped in there. Well, it was right next like, door. Oh, shit, I got it. <laughs> it. It was right next door to the to the clinic. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go take a look. Nano's over here. Get the fuck out of the car. I gotta go in this store. You got don't you have to get a shot or something? Get the fuck out of here. I broke my <laughs> leg. I don't give a shit. Tuck and roll, bitch. <laughs> uh, that's probably something I would do. But yeah, there 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 are bundles to answer the, your question. Okay. So uh Kevin, Louie, what about you guys? Do you guys do voices? Well, I I don't think Louis played that much. He can he, correct. He me. only played w- one session with you guys. Yeah, I played one, and it was with you, buddy. <laughs> okay, it was. Ha- um, 
so kevin what about you do you like to like role play add voices do you paint minis do you do anything like that collect them when it comes to miniatures i'm very simple i like like if i have pennies i'll literally use pennies as tokens right i don't i don't care about the miniatures and all that stuff like other people do to each their own right but for mm-hmm. me what really like gets me into D is a good story very 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 story oriented person i am trying to like write a book right now it's a lot but that's unrelated but it pretty much is like why i like writing for stories for D. it's i'm very story driven and um when it comes to like you know i think you like ask like what would make you want to come back to a session it's definitely if my character if i can feel my character being developed in like a you know anyway honestly it's just all story driven okay yep well cool what about you garrett yeah do you have anything um i you know what it's if if i have like a dm that has minis i i think it's more fun because it helps get you um more into that world so to speak you know you can visualize it a little bit more um i i don't paint minis um i don't think i'm ever going to because it's a huge pain in the ass i got a six inch seven inch batman figure i took apart that i'm trying to paint right now and that alone's a pain in the ass i can't imagine doing minis so uh everybody out there that can paint a mini uh you guys are fucking badass. You guys do amazing stuff and have the patience of a saint. It's amazing. <laughs> um, uh, I I'm a very shy person, uh, especially with people that I don't really know. So typically when I have done d d it's with people that I didn't know too well um, outside of when uh, Louie and I did our session um so i don't do any voices and stuff um it can be fun i had a one dm that did do some voices uh it was a little weird but i mean it 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 was just kind of like an odd thing they were trying to do like some kind of goblin or something and it you know i i mean they took the time and energy to do it to try to help you know get everybody more engaged in that. And I think that's pretty important. So um, I give them props for it. Um, But, you know, there's, there's people that I've seen that'll like go all out. They'll kind of like dress up and shit and get into it hardcore. And I think it's cool. You know, it's, it's really fun. Um, I feel like anybody that hasn't done a D and D session find a group of people that do it that are like you know easy going in it like you know talk to them about it first don't just like jump in make sure you guys are kind of on the same page with how you want to do a session um i feel like any dm can come up with like a quick one hour thing just to like get you a little bit involved you know and i my biggest thing that kind of like took away from it was every time I've played, I've had to start at like level one and it kind of takes you out of it, especially because like if it's, if you're playing with somebody that you're not going to see that much, um, it's kind of a pain in the ass and it gets like annoying to, especially if you want to do like the same kind of character gameplay um, and you have to keep like starting over it makes it harder to get into it and like keep playing it. Um, So maybe see if they're willing to like, if you're interested in trying it for like the first time, tell them what kind of character you want. See if they'll let you bump ahead a few levels just to like, so you can get more of like what you could do in the game, I guess. I think that's probably one of the most important things, but I mean, Try it from level one, you know, maybe maybe see if they'll do two sessions like level one versus like level 20 or something. I don't know, just to get you really into it or level 10 or whatever. Um, So, yeah. 
think Damn. I said enough. I think I blabbed enough about that. <laughs> no, it, was, I, it was good. I have something. So, okay, one of the um, one of the most interesting aspects of D&D for me, like, just based off, like, hearing Nano talk about it and stuff, are the, the backstories for characters. So I guess we can go through and just kind of say... <laughs> What? Nano, what's the worst backstory you've ever had for a character? That, or just like, where do you get inspiration for for your backstories? Like, where do you like to draw from when you're creating a backstory? <laughs> He's gonna say my character. I know it. Wait, what? Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate it. I found it hilarious. Like, what was it? What? Well, that the was fuck the am goal. I reading? <laughs> what was it again? I don't remember. His uh, name was some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. Some bullshit. Uh-huh. Shit. And uh, yeah, he was like uh, um, a snow elf. Uh. And he was the last of the, or he was like one of the last of the <laughs> bullshit <laughs> family fortune. <laughs> and uh, he was like an angry drunk, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and he lived in the town of, I think, like, fuck this shit or something. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it. So, so let's back up a little bit. So, so Nano messaged, uh, Louie and I, uh, to, to come up with characters for his D and D session. And I had no idea what to do. So like, I think Louie finished his first and then like, Nano sent me a little bit of it. So I had something to like kind of gauge with. And I ended up going in like a completely different direction than, than Louie did. Um, which yeah, mine was I all think... sad and like, <laughs> well, not even that, like you painted a totally different picture. Like you, yeah. I, I don't even remember what you did, but it was like more authentic D and D. Whereas my character uh was uh like an angry drunk ice elf uh that was really cocky and would like be very sarcastic and annoying and irritating to the players um and i think if they i think i said at the end of it like if they ended up accepting a quest oh i came up with like D D like curse words <laughs> for the character like i was trying to be as imaginative as i could for the character because i'm thinking you know if he you if he does use this character more than once i came up with some st- <laughs> stupid quest for the characters to do i came up with a reward uh which was like an ability called like ain't that some shit <laughs> that would like let you see hidden like treasure chests and shit or secret doors or something <laughs> so they could keep like you know just have some random stupid ability you know so it was so it would be worth it to actually do the quest and advance his story um but i i came up with like swear words and like curse words and then I had like definitions for each one. <laughs> and you know what, man? I, I know it's stupid, but I am proud of that character. <laughs> I had such a blast doing it. And I was laughing my ass off the entire time because I just wanted it to be this funny character. And uh <laughs> and then I get a message, were you drunk when you were writing this? <laughs> And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh my god! That but yeah, funny. you had to. Oh, you had to like uh, break into a, a place and uh, steal back his family jewels. <laughs> and if you completed the quest, success. Oh, he would like. 
Uh, I think if you, like, went back to his village to see him, he was just supposed to say some, like, annoying, like, the fuck do you want type of thing, or <laughs> you already helped me fuck off or something. <laughs> so, yeah, so Louis, you know, he put his time and effort into this very, like, serious, like, legit sounding, like, it's straight out of Wizards of the Coast or whatever. <laughs> and then there's Garrett with some angry drunk elf. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll send the uh, what's it called his backstory again. Oh, you still have it? <laughs> I have Louis. I haven't made your character yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't have mine still. <laughs> deleted it. I have to find. Probably it. Probably in the messages somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, or is it in an email? I sent it in, uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, send anywhere. Oh, so that's probably expired by now, unless you downloaded it. Um, I don't know if it like saves the stuff. I'll, I'll look for it later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, I sent the uh, Louis backstory. It was it was good. It helped me come up, or well, it, he he came up with the the town name where everything is taking place right now. So it's great. Really? Yep. That's cool. I think Garrett came up with my character name. I came up with the. I don't remember if I came up with the name. I came up with the race. <laughs> Uh, which was the, oh uh <laughs> a penguin it was a penguin it, it was called a nerf like this <laughs> or ver flightless ver flightless yeah. the penguin <laughs> oh god which i gave him a battle form when kevin's like uh, man i don't know if i should be in this podcast still or not i think it's time to leave <laughs> what was that <laughs> no, I've been listening. It's just I, I I don't know what you guys are talking about campaign wise. So I had nothing to. Like, I was reading the backstory that Nano sent. <laughs> yeah, that's for uh, the campaign I'm doing for um, my cousin and his friends, mm. which they are fucking overpowered. Oh, the, yeah, that group. Yeah. Which is okay, because I can make overpowered characters, too. So It's like a superhero story. Yeah, basically. So, give me, give me one second. Like, what was the question that you wanted, like, that you asked? Question was, where do you guys get your inspiration for, like, backstories? Because... Okay. <laughs> I was trying so hard yeah, not to just like burst into laughter tangent, in that whole story. Yeah, it was a, it was a good tangent though. You're drunk. Uh, <laughs> Snow elf guy sounded really funny. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, honestly, it's like art can give me inspiration. Like if I see like if I'm like in the mood to make a D and D character, and I see like a picture of like a badass looking barbarian, it's like okay, well that's gonna be a main character in my story. But then I have to write a backstory for him, and if he has like scars on him, like he has like an eye scar, I can like write about how he got it and stuff like that. And if I'm just creating from scratch, I usually aim for tragedy and then like aim yeah. for redemption. But they don't hit the redemption. That's part of the story. So I usually do a tragic story into redemption. This is like what inspires me to write. are sweet and it's very generic for me because i write them so much but the tragic parts are always different i always try to shift them up like how the tragedy happens if it's actually tragic if it's a mystery kind of tragic that i don't know but the dm might i like things like that with my characters that i write what about like or like origin towns or like uh like gary was saying like the race name <laughs> You come up with that, um, or is that left up to the DMs usually? Usually, I can ask my DM, but mm. usually it's limited. I usually just go human. Like, okay. I'm a very s- simple person when I play d and I had one bugbear in the past, and 
I think I I had a centaur recently, and that's pretty much as like, and I've had like twenty humans, so I'm a human kind of person. Yeah. Sorry, I that's found great. my I found my story that I made for Nano. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's like I had it. I was just trying to ignore it. Are you gonna send it? I am. <laughs> In the meantime, Nano, what about you? Where do you get your inspiration for backstories and stuff? Chat GPT. I, I was gonna <laughs> ask about that. No, is that, is that legit? So people, I used it do, one time. Whoa, Nano! One time for the because I couldn't come up. I had a like a basic idea, concept, whatever you want to call it, for my one character. That and you made Chat GPT finish it for you, cheater! I don't give a fuck. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. No way. We gotta show PJ <laughs> Chat GPT so he can get backstories out. I always have to write his for him. Yeah, um, wow. but my very first one, my very first like character, um, while playing with uh, Kevin and this group that we play with. Oh no! Uh, yeah, not these characters, do you? Oh yeah. Um, so I he, the name of the character is called Soma. And his whole backstory is uh he's a he's an elf that lived in the uh in some remote forest and one day while going hunting uh he came back to his village being uh raided, destroyed um oh, by a, an army of orcs and uh going towards his family's home uh, he saw his dad dead, his mom impaled into in like the wall with a spear, and then he got ambushed by the leader Damn, of the orcs. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he got he gets uh what's it called? He gets brutally beaten to like to basically almost death. Yeah. He was at that store, and then. The orcs were like, well, he's dead. Might as well leave him to, like, like bleed out and stuff. But luckily, there, uh, he had two younger brother and sister that went off to do their, um, uh, to do their adult initiation thing when they became adults, I guess. I, I don't know how you, what the wording is. But whatever. They found him, took him to the nearest um, town, uh, helped him heal. Um, he learned that the, there was a, a, a smaller army of the town that went there and wanted to join them. Uh, just for the uh, to learn how to fight and just trying to avenge his family and people. And yeah, he did so, and he became a captain of uh, the set of his own like little uh, section. But he had to like recruit people to his his side, and eventually yeah. he met a he met Kevin's uh, character and uh, two other characters, and we started adventuring. And that's oh, where nice. your guys' campaign starts? Yeah, pretty Guessing? much. Well, we met while drinking at a bar. And that's where the campaign oh, okay. started. Okay. I wonder how many adventures actually start in pubs, because I'm, I'm getting the feeling it's quite a few. <laughs> it's quite a lot. I think it's the easiest like place to start players often, because usually in taverns you got like the quest givers and all that stuff. You know, bounty boards. Mm hmm So alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna change this up a little bit. So what uh 
has have you guys all seen the um uh D D movie that just came out? Honor nope. Among Thieves. Oh. Very, very good movie. Me and Louie were gonna go, but shit happened. So Kevin, since you saw it, so without giving it away, can you just tell me how how well do you think that that captured like the heart of D and like versus like the tabletop RPG, like actually playing the game as opposed to uh, I think the other D and D movie that pissed everybody off that came out like 10, 15 years ago. I think that movie is if you are like a very imaginative person and you can like create these scenarios in your head that are explained to you, it can be very, very accurate. And I say can because it's also dependent on your DM. Mm -hmm. And I'm not very good at explaining details in person when I'm DMing. I always yell at myself when I'm done with sessions. I'm like, Kevin, you should have done this. You should have done that. Very hard on myself. (laughs) And uh because if you never seek improvement you'll never improve as a you know dm so i always want to try improving and i think that's like you know that's a value of mine that i have but um i think if you have a good dm that is a very good way that a session could go long term obviously that's not a one hour session for players because you have to do all the dice rolls there's a lot of combat but without giving it away that's all i can say I, f- I feel like there were several scenes that were pretty funny that I could actually yes. see happening in a DM session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- it was a very funny movie. So, yeah, I, I thought that was great. Now, so I I watched this uh, with my girlfriend and uh, took her a few times. She kept falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, she did like the movie. Um, she thought it was pretty funny um and she agreed with me that she could see some of that stuff uh happening as well so um i feel like i fucking forgot where i was going with that damn (laughs) um so i i feel like that they had a good cast with it um what what do you think about them doing like a sequel would you be okay with them doing a sequel or would you prefer to have it just kind of be like another story with a whole new cast what what would be your preference with it so i think a cool thing and without giving it away too much i think the movie set up for a sequel perfectly what would be cool is to have another cast meet the original cast like at the end of a different movie that would lead up to a third one potentially i think would be really cool Okay, I could see that. That would be cool. Yeah, they set up like a whole like raid group of like eight adventures or whatever. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be nice. So, all right. Um, you guys didn't see it. Some shit happened. Yep. You could see it. Okay. All right. Isn't it on HBO Max? I have no idea. Could be. Oh. It's uh, Paramount. It might be Paramount. It's on something. That's how I watched it. I didn't go to the theater. Oh. I think it's Paramount. Check then that. You cheated. Um, I guess technically. Uh, so yeah. So, uh, I I think we can get ready to kind of wrap it up here. Um, Kevin to try to help uh some maybe closet nerds kind of like take the plunge and get into D &D. um what what do you what would your words of advice be how would you uh try to get somebody to check it out and try it um well the the first thing is finding a session and they're usually there's like a local session near me that comes up. There's local sessions in other areas that I, I could probably look up local sessions. Uh or you can find a f- group of friends and do like a friendly group. Uh it's probably easier with friends, but you don't need to. I would just say be yourself. Uh you don't have to get into character, not at first if you don't feel comfortable. Um and honestly, it's like I'm I'm a big fan of acting, so it's like going in there and just like having fun and being like 
your character is kind of like something that you can do. And I mean, everyone there is doing the same thing. Everyone there is trying to have fun, trying to be in their character. So what gives you the wrong for trying to have fun and being in your character? You know, everyone there is trying to do it. Yeah, I agree. Give it a shot and have some fun. That's all I got to say. It's a, it's a lot of fun. You, you might be nervous, but once you do it, like I, I was like, ah, I'm never going to like Dungeons and Dragons. It's a role playing tabletop game. I started playing it. I love it. I, it's my favorite thing. Honestly, <laughs> it's hard to say, but it definitely is my favorite thing. There you go. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know somebody that plays D&D is a DM, something to that extent. So just talk to them. It's OK. Go out and play. Have fun. Don't be afraid <laughs> of your character sheet, too. It might have a lot of different information, but just take your time with it. Yeah, and honestly, like that's another thing. The character sheet, uh, even the 5e, which is like the... So the 5e character sheet is I, like the easiest, most common one right now. Um, yeah. And that if you've never played D&D at all, you're a total noob, um, that can be a little bit intimidating. You can go online... Uh, you can Google like character setup for D and D and there's websites that'll do it for you. You know, you just put in a little bit of information here and there and it'll set it up for you and it doesn't cost anything. It's completely free. Um, I can't think of what one of the websites is, but yeah, it's a good one. I know that I liked it. I wish I could think of the name and I can't. Yeah. Wonk, wonk, wonk. I know. I'll look for it later and put it in the episode notes. So, all right. Anybody else have any last words? Last any last words. question? Uh, I think I'm good. Uh, unless someone else has to ask me something. I think we're good. <laughs> all right. Well, Thank you, Kevin, for joining us. It was nice to have you on the show. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody hit up Kevin. We'll put his email, his address, everything, blood type in the show notes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you guys can uh, stalk him online and get him to DM for you, join his session, whatever. Um, yeah, so thanks for coming on the show. It was great to have you. Uh, very nice, in-depth uh, discussion about D&D and why you should play it um so yeah so thank you everybody for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode bye bye bye